Hi, welcome to today's program. This is Kennedy with Living on God's Word. Today, we're going to be reading Hebrews chapter 11 from the Jesus Bible NIV edition. We're going to review key takeaways, and we're going to end our session with a prayer. So let us get started. Faith in action. Now faith is confidence in what we hope for and assurance about what we do not see. This is what the ancients were commended for. By faith, we understand that the universe was formed at God's command, so that what is seen was not made out of what was visible. By faith, Abel brought God a better offering than Cain did. By faith, he was commended as righteous when God spoke well of his offerings, and by faith, Abel still speaks, even though he is dead. By faith, Enoch was taken from this life so that he did not experience death. He could not be found because God had taken him away. For before he was taken, he was commended as one who pleased God. And without faith, it is impossible to please God because anyone who comes to him must believe that he exists and that he rewards those who earnestly seek him. By faith, Noah when warned about things not yet seen, in holy fear, built an ark to save his family. By his faith, he condemned the world and became heir of a righteousness that is keeping with faith. By faith, Abraham, when called to go to a place he would later receive as his inheritance, obeyed and went, even though he did not know where he was going. By faith, he made his home in the promised land like a stranger in a foreign country. He lived in tents, as did Isaac and Jacob, who were heirs with him of the same promise. For he was looking forward to the city with foundations, whose architect and builder is God. And by faith even Sarah, who was past childbearing age, was enabled to bear children because she considered him faithful, who had made the promise. And so from this one man, and he as good as dead, came descendants Numerous as the stars in the sky, and as countless as the sand on the seashore. All these people were still living by faith when they died. They did not receive the things promised. They only saw them and welcomed them from a distance, admitting that they were foreigners and strangers on earth. People who say such things show that they are looking for a country of their own. If they had been thinking of the country they had left, they would have had opportunity to return. Instead, they were longing for a better country, a heavenly one. Therefore, God is not ashamed to be called their God, but he has prepared a city for them. By faith, Abraham, when God tested him, offered Isaac as a sacrifice. He who had embraced the promises was about to sacrifice his one and only son. Even though God had said to him, It is through Isaac that your offsprings will be reckoned. Abraham reasoned that God could even raise the dead, and so in a manner of speaking, he did receive Isaac back from death. By faith, Isaac blessed Jacob and Esau in regard to their future. By faith, Jacob, when he was dying, blessed each of Joseph's sons and worshipped as he leaned on the top of his staff. By faith, Joseph, when his end was near, spoke about the exodus of the Israelites from Egypt and gave instructions concerning the burial of his bones. By faith, Moses' parents 
hid him for three months after he was born, because they saw he was no ordinary child, and they were not afraid of the king's edicts. By faith, Moses, when he had grown up, refused to be known as the son of Pharaoh's daughter. He chose to be mistreated along with the people of God rather than to enjoy the fleeting pleasures of sin. He regarded disgrace for the sake of Christ as of greater value than the treasures of Egypt because he was looking ahead to his reward. By faith, he left Egypt, not fearing the king's anger. He persevered because he saw him who is invisible. By faith, he kept the Passover and the application of blood so that the destroyer of the firstborn would not touch the firstborn of Israel. By faith, the people passed through the Red Sea as on dry land. But when the Egyptians tried to do so, they were drowned. By faith, the walls of Jericho fell after the army had marched around them for seven days. By faith, the prostitute Rahab, because she welcomed the spies, was not killed with those who were disobedient. And what more shall I say? I do not have time to tell about Gideon, Barak, Samson, Jephthah, about David and Samuel and the prophets, who through faith conquered kingdoms, administered justice, and gained what was promised, who shut the mouth of lions, quenched the fury of the flames, and escaped the edge of the sword, whose weakness was turned to strength, and who became powerful in battle and rooted foreign armies. Women received back their dead, raised to life again. There were others who were tortured, refusing to be released, so that they might gain an even better resurrection. Some faced jeers and flogging, and even chains and imprisonment. They were put to death by stoning. They were sawed in two. They were killed by the sword. They went about in sheepskins and goatskins, destitute, persecuted, and mistreated. The world was not worthy of them. They wandered in deserts and mountains, living in caves and in holes in the ground. These were all commended for their faith. Yet none of them received what had been promised, since God had planned something better for us, so that only together with us would they be made perfect. This is the end of Hebrews chapter 11. So what is the writing telling us here? Basically saying that we need to have a strong relationship with God. And that relationship with God is based on faith. Faith is the confidence in what we hope that will one day come true. And assurance about what we do not see, but we know to be true. Over and over again in these writings, we see countless of stories of the man and the woman of God who moved mountains based on their trust in God, based on their faith. Some of them never saw the fruition, the promise that they were made, but they believed that they would receive that promise in heaven once they died. So we see Abraham start a journey to the promised land. We see Enoch taken away from this earth. We see Noah building an ark. We see Moses turning away from the privilege he was raised. 
we see Rahab turning a whole new leaf, a whole new life, away from prostitution and towards a trust in God in a way that changed her life, but also put her into the books of the lineage of Jesus Christ. We see many other characters in the Bible that do amazing things in the name of the Lord, no matter how many times they fall. So again, faith is an intense form of trust and people's relationship with God is composed of the faith and the basis of faith that we have in him. So basically Hebrews is saying to lay aside every weight that threatens to slow us down in our pursuit of God in his kingdom. And that we're going to be much better able to run the race of perseverance that has been marked out for us by our God. And Jesus is the ultimate example of what determination and faithfulness looks like. All of God's promises are kept in Jesus. All the promises made in the Old Testament come to fruition in Jesus. So believing the promise, these people were made right with God, and so will we. Believe in God, we believe in Jesus. So God makes promises to the people in the New Testament, and he points us towards his son, Jesus. So let us end in a prayer. Father God, thank you again for your amazing words. Thank you for your amazing revelation. Thank you for allowing us to understand that our trust in you means that we have faith in you means that we know that what we hope, what you have promised us, will come true, whether it happens in our lifetime or it doesn't. But we know that once we get to heaven, all promises will be fulfilled. Lord, give us the strength, give us the courage, give us the insight, give us the perseverance, give us the fortitude to have faith in you, to have faith in your word, to have faith in your son, to have faith in the promise that you've made us, that through our faith in Jesus, we will be one day in front of you made righteous and all our sins will have been forgiven. So Lord, help us guide our life with this principle at the very center of our core, of our being, of our heart. That faith in you is what moves mountain. Let faith in you be what wakes us up and be what is in us when we go to sleep. Faith in you be in us when we deal with other people. Faith in you be in us when we think about what our future holds. Lord, help our faith in you remain strong. It is the reason for everything. So send us the Holy Spirit. And we ask this in your son's Jesus name. Amen. So this concludes today's reading and interpretation of Hebrews chapter 11. We hope that you will join us again tomorrow. God bless you. This is Kennedy, your brother in Christ, always.